bless your holy name tonight. Eternal Rock of Ages, we bow our hearts to you. We say receive honor and glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Daddy, we want to thank you tonight because the entrance of your word gives light and it gives understanding to the simple. Lord, we're asking, O oh God, that your word will comfort with power. Your word, O oh God, will not only just be, O oh God, in just word, it will be in power in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, open our understandings to understand the scriptures and let your name be glorified. And brethren, on the way, we thank you because we know you are bringing them. Be glorified, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Amen. As we seated in the presence of the Lord, you are welcome in Jesus' name. I trust that we, the Lord had caused his light to shine on our path today. And uh, he has brought us into his house to perfect his purpose in our lives. The last time we were here for digging deep, I don't know who, is there anybody who was here last Tuesday who can remember what uh, we were taught last Tuesday? Last Tuesday, we talked about the person of the Holy Spirit and uh, we specifically used uh, a description for him. Who can remember? Yes, ma, thank you. Yes, thank you, ma. Dove as a symbol of the Holy Spirit and uh, the Spirit of God himself taught us expressly last Tuesday and we looked at the dove as a symbol of the Holy Spirit saying that the dove as a bird is a very gentle uh, species of bird. The dove is harmless. The dove is pure. The dove has the quality of humility. Praise the Lord. Amen. And we said that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. He is holy. He is holy. He is pure. He is the spirit that comes upon a man that purifies a man. When the spirit of God is in a man, the man will begin to exhibit the qualities, the characteristics of the Holy Spirit himself. Praise the Lord. Amen. And the spirit of God descended upon our Lord Jesus Christ as a dove at his baptism showing forth that he has come as a gentle spirit he has come to 
possess the world by reason of this character of meekness praise the lord he did not come with a sword he came he said come unto me all you that have labored and are heavy laden i will give you rest praise the lord amen so that's what we looked at about last tuesday and uh, our prayer was that we will be like the dove that is harmless the dove that exhibits the holiness of god and the dove that is gentle in every uh, showing forth every opportunity we have we need to exhibit the gentle spirit of the lord the lord will help us in jesus name so today we are looking at fire as a mark of the holy spirit so this the part five of the series on the holy spirit fire as a mark of the holy spirit praise the lord now when we talk about fire we know what we are talking about fire as an element is very very essential to life if we don't have fire in the life that we live in today we will not be able to make remarkable progress praise the lord because fire is very very essential it is very very beneficial to the existence of man praise the lord yes so fire is a constructive element but it is not only so fire is also a destructive element praise the lord yes we can use fire to eliminate the things that we don't want the things that we don't need we can still use fire to effect a change particularly those who are farmers they know that fire is very essential for them particularly at the beginning of a farming season praise the lord you have some trash you have some things you want to eliminate them you use the element of fire praise the lord now our introduction here says we know that fire stands we know what fire stands for and the role it plays in our day-to-day -day life in this study we shall be considering the works of fire as regards the holy spirit and we are praying tonight that the lord will teach and bless us as we study at his feet in jesus name praise the lord amen the first time god 
wanted to draw the attention of the man that he will use to bring deliverance to the children of Israel who were in captivity in Egypt he used fire praise the Lord I want us to look at Exodus chapter 3 Exodus chapter 3 Let's begin to read from verse 1. Exodus chapter 3. The priest of Media, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mount of God, even to Herod. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. Yes, go ahead. Three. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see the great side, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush, and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw nigh, not nigh hither. Put up thy shoes from thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. Praise the Lord. Amen. If we look at that uh, portion carefully, we see there that God wanted to get the attention of his servant. And uh, one of the best ways he chose to do that is by appearing as fire. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you consider it very well, this was not just ordinary fire. Like somebody was trying to analyze. He said he believed that Moses will have passed the fire the first time. And we just see the fire, this fire burning, and it will go away. And as it's coming back again, it means that same particular bush still burning and not being consumed he must have passed again and again and again and again and he kept wondering what is what type of strange one is this and he says i will turn aside to see praise the lord amen so the spirit of god is fire is a mark of the spirit of god fire denotes god in many occasions wants to exhibit himself and one of the ways he uses is fire praise the lord that was how he was able to get the attention of moses 
if you look at the last part of where we read verse 6 he say and he was afraid to look upon god praise the lord amen so we see that at every given point in time when the holy spirit is introduced the issue of fire always go along with it praise the lord uh, you know in the old testament there was as it were no specific distinctions about the godhead and that's why when jesus christ came and said i am the son of god they picked up stones to stone him praise the lord uh, so they, they they didn't understand that god is one operating in three dimensions so when god is operating in the dimension of his spirit he normally exhibits in most times through fire praise the lord amen let's look at matthew chapter 3 verse 7 to 9 when somebody else will read for us isaiah chapter 4 verse 3 and 4 then we also take Acts chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. Matthew chapter 3, verse 7 to 9. Isaiah chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. Acts chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. Yes, ma. When he had privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently. Matthew chapter 3. Yes. Okay. Okay. Matthew chapter 3. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to him, his baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who had warned you to flee from the rod to come, bring forth therefore fruits meant for repentance, and think not to say, Within yourselves. We have Abraham our father, for I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. Please read it up to verse 10 and 11. And seek not to say within yourselves where we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able to... God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which bringeth not forth fruit, good fruit, is healed down and cast into the fire. Indeed, baptize you with water unto repentance. For he had cometh after me, is mightier than I, whose shoes am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Praise the Lord. With the Holy Ghost and with fire. Yes. Isaiah chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. Acts chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. If you have seen it, you can indicate and read for us, please. And that we can gain some time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And they appear unto them, go with tongue, like that of fire and he sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the holy ghost and began to speak with other tongues and the spirit gave them utterance thank you sir isaiah chapter 4 verse 3 and 4 isaiah chapter 4 verse 3 and 4 
that he that is left in Zion and he that remaineth in Jerusalem shall be called holy, even every one that is written among the living in Jerusalem. When the Lord when the Lord shall have washed away the filthiness of the daughters of Zion and shall have purged the blood of Jerusalem from the midst thereof by the spirit of judgment and by the spirit of burning. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we are considering the works of fire as regards the Holy Spirit. How the Holy Spirit manifests himself through the works of fire. Walking through fire. Praise the Lord. What did John the Baptist speak about when he was to introduce himself and his mission? Who can help us? From Matthew chapter uh, Four, where we read Matthew chapter 3 rather John the Baptist had a special way of introducing the person that he was to uh, go ahead of They describe him as someone that is mightier than he is. That one whose shoes that he is not worthy to lose. Yes. Praise the Lord. But that was not the end. Who wants to add to it? Yes, mommy. John the Baptist was trying to tell them that he was only sent to baptize them with water. But somebody is coming. That that person is going to baptize them with Holy Ghost and with fire. Praise the Lord. Amen. So he made an introduction of Jesus. But that was not all. He was also telling them that when Jesus comes, the way you are going to know Jesus is that he is going to come baptizing you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Praise the Lord. Amen. So when the Lord Jesus came. He came with a special assignment. And one of the assignments is that he is to baptize us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Praise the Lord. Amen. And that is why when he was living, he told the disciples, wait in Jerusalem. Don't be in a hurry. Because if you must do the work of the kingdom, you need fire. When we talk about fire, we are also talking about passion. If somebody is cold towards a particular thing, what do you say about the person? Say the person is not passionate. The person does not have a drive. The person does not have fire. The person is not, if you don't push the person, he does not move. But you know when fire comes to a person, the person is warmed up. The person is ready for activity. 
the coldness is off and the person is on top speed so fire helps to strengthen us as god's children to carry out the work of the kingdom praise the lord the reason why many of us find it difficult to evangelize is because the fire is very very low if not completely absent praise the lord but jesus our lord have this particular ministry and the ministry is that he is baptizing us with the holy ghost and with fire and where our daddy read from in uh, acts chapter 2 he said they obeyed the instruction they waited in jerusalem according to the instruction that was given to them by our lord jesus christ before his ascension that 120 congregation waited and the bible describes to us that the spirit of god came upon them like cloven tongues of fire praise the lord and something took place and i am praying tonight that as we embrace the holy spirit his fire will come upon us afresh in the mighty name of jesus we didn't say amen yes the bible says we should not be drunk with wine but we should be filled with the holy spirit it's a continuing thing when the fire is almost going down you need to ask for a renewal you need to ask for fresh fuel to will fire you as a child of god for you to be able to carry out the assignment when there is no fire which the holy spirit signifies we cannot be effective in service we cannot be effective in ministry and that's why after that day of pentecost rather on that very faithful day of pentecost People were amazed. They say, Are these not Galileans? Are these not unlearned men? How come they are now bold to speak like this? This was the same Peter who was denying Christ, who was cursing and saying, I do not know him, and so on and so forth. But when the Holy Spirit, when the fire of God came upon him, he became another man. His tongue was loosed and he could talk to anybody with boldness. Our prayer is that the Spirit of God and his fire will mantle upon us afresh in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. And is that same fire that Moses caught? We are talking about the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit was actually the one who empowered Moses. Moses said, I am a stammerer. I cannot speak. But God told him, who is the one who created the tongue? Am I not the one who created the tongue? If my fire comes upon your tongue, it will be something else. Praise the Lord. 
Amen. Let's read uh, the encounter of Isaiah. Isaiah the prophet, Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah chapter 6. We need fire to change our course of conversation. We need fire to give us new impetus, new strength in the area of speaking the word of God, of witnessing. And Isaiah uh, is a very good example. Praise the Lord. Isaiah chapter 6. Let's read from verse 5 to verse 8. Isaiah chapter 6. I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongues from off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this had touched my lips, and thy iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, Here I am, send me. And he said, Go and tell these people, Hear ye indeed, but understand not, and see yes. ye indeed, and perceive not. Alright, thank you, thank you. Praise the Lord. From this place that we read now, what was the experience of Isaiah? In relation to fire as a mark of the Holy Spirit, was there something significant that took place in the life of Isaiah as a result of his encounter with the Spirit of God? Was there anything? Was there any significant change in his life? We are not answering. No. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Bible study is digging deep. So, uh, what was that change? What took place? What took place? Ma? Uh -huh. If we look at it carefully, Isaiah had been preaching and teaching and you know, decreeing. But the day that he saw the Lord, he saw the Spirit of God, he saw God in his holiness, he realized how wretched and how impure he was. Praise the Lord. And he began to make that confession. But because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of fire, the Bible says that coals, how do you generate coal? Life coal, how do you get it from? From fire. It took a life coal was taken and they used it to touch his tongue. And that was where a new thing began. Praise the Lord. And from that moment on, he began to speak and 
let me also say that we will come to it. Fire, apart from the fact that it gives you passion, fire purifies from Isaiah's own uh, experience. Verse 7, what did he say? And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this had touched thy lips, and thy iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. So fire purifies. The Holy Spirit as fire purifies the life of the believer purifies the lips of the believer that's why when the holy spirit comes upon us as his children we are restricted on what we should say and what we shouldn't say praise the lord yes so purification takes place the fire of god purifies the child of god so when we talk about let the fire burn we are simply saying everything that you have not planted in my life every source of iniquity everything that defies let that fire of god let it come and consume it let there be a purification praise the lord and the bible says that his sins were purged why because a coal of fire representing the holy spirit had touched the lips of this man of god and from then on he was now able to say god i am here send me my tongue is ready to speak for you praise the lord and i am praying tonight that the fire of god will touch our lips will touch our tongue and we will receive a cleansing and we'll begin to speak for him in jesus name praise the lord amen let's look at hebrews chapter 12 verse 29 this is a special proclamation concerning the almighty Hebrews chapter 12 verse 29 mm. praise the Lord thank you for our God is a consuming fire the previous verse says it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God for our God is a consuming fire praise the Lord if there is anyone who operates with fire it is God himself praise the Lord because the scripture tells us in Psalms that he himself is clothed with fire so fire is his own uh, apparel fire is the clothing of the almighty praise the lord now when we say our god is a consuming fire what do we mean what does the word consuming fire means is bible study let's discuss a little 
we know this era of Christianity we like to talk more about fire. Is that not so? <laughs> Let's try to define it properly so that when we are talking about fire, we are able to use that privilege that God has given to us in clear terms. We don't misuse. Praise the Lord. Yes. Who is helping us? Our God is a consuming fire. What does that imply what does it tell us hallelujah our, our god is a merciful god that is the area most every most people are concerned about that this god is so loving that he cannot destroy somebody he cannot do this but that portion we have read told us that god is a consuming fire he does not play with sin he does not play with anything that is filthy anything that is filthy around him he will consume it praise the lord hallelujah fire does not distinguish when it comes to burning when fire for example is come upon a city and is moving from house to house it will not distinguish you if for example fire comes forth in a convoy of vehicles and is moving from vehicle to vehicle it will not distinguish it will burn everything on its way praise the lord and what that's what we are trying to bring forth in essence is that the consummation that god does with his fire is in regard to sin is in regard to iniquity praise the lord you know that jesus himself went through fire eh? Jesus went through fire. Jesus went to hell. Did he go to hell? Is there fire in the hell? Or is it fireless hell? You know, some people are approaching some strange doctrine. Hell that does not have fire. Praise the Lord. Jesus went into hell. Eh? And the fire of the Almighty was upon him why you remember we said that fire does not distinguish as long as sin is found in the life of a man the fire of god will consume praise the lord so when jesus went into hell because he was carrying your sins and my sin he took the fire he took the punishment the punishment that you and I will have taken for all eternity, God withdrew it. God brought it up. And it was heated. Just like uh, Nebuchadnezzar said they should heat the furnace seven times more. They had to withdraw all the intensity of the fire of all that will have suffered in eternity and brought it into hell for Jesus to suffer three days and three nights praise the Lord 
So he was not exempted. That's what we are trying to say. Praise the Lord. If you as a child of God, you now decide to go wayward. You now decide to move off the mark. Will the fire say because once upon a time you were <laughs> walking and following me and I will leave you alone? Let's talk now. Praise the Lord. There were some persons who offer strange fire in the Bible. Korah, Data, and Abiram. They offered strange fire. They decided to, as it were, challenge the authority of the Almighty, forgetting that God is a consuming fire. Praise the Lord. So God, in his almightiness, and in his righteousness will not withhold himself from executing judgment. And that's what we are trying to say. When you say God is a consuming fire, he will not withhold himself from executing judgment. Praise the Lord. And the Holy Spirit being a, a fire being a representation of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will not withhold delivering judgment. Remember that Ananias and Sapphira in Acts chapter 5, they were believers. Is that also? They were very strong believers. To the extent that they were also giving for the work of the ministry. Giving seriously for the work. Praise the Lord. But when it came to judgment, were they spared? That's what we are saying. That our God is a cosmic. The Holy Spirit, we say, is like a dove. <laughs> Does not mean that when you trespass, when you do what is wrong, that he will allow you to go free. He will not. Praise the Lord. And that's why that scripture came up. That it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. He was not ready to unbelievers. I hope you understand. He was not ready to unbelievers. He was writing to Christians. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. But the type of fire that you and I should desire of the Holy Spirit is that fire that will come upon us where you will say like Isaiah, I am a man of unclean lips. I am dwelling among unclean people. I am unclean. Uh -huh. He will bring that fire that will refine you. Not the fire that will consume you. Praise the Lord. So our prayer is that when the fire of the Holy Spirit is coming upon us, it will be the one that will refine us. Not the one that will consume us. In Jesus' name. So let's look at Zechariah chapter. Sorry, Malachi. Let's look at Malachi chapter 3, verse 2 to 4. Malachi chapter 3, verse 2 to 4. In respect of the fire of the Holy Spirit bringing purification and judgment. Malachi chapter 3, verse 2 to 4. 
And who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner, refiner's fire, and like launderer's soap. He will sit at a, as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer to the Lord an offering of righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasant to the Lord, as in the days of old, as in former years. Praise the Lord. Amen. The scripture that tells us in verse 3 that God is a refiner. He's a refiner. If you have gone to refineries, uh, where they refine crude, where they refine gold, you know that the instrument, the element that they use in refining is what? Ah, it's what I say we don't know. It's what? It's fire. Fire is a refiner. Praise the Lord. And that and where we have read from tells us that our God is a refiner of what? Of silver. He is a purifier. Praise the Lord. So every time we need to come to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, I need your fire. I need your fire. Particularly when the dross the dross talks about the sediments the sediments of the daily life that we live you know every day you go out and come in is that not so uh, and uh, there are deposits of your body deposits of death i hope you understand uh, well, okay every evening for example when you go take your bath if you are careful enough maybe you have white ground where you are standing on as you are taking your bath look at what is coming out from your body you will know how much of death your body have carried for that day praise the lord uh -huh. that's why i say he is the one fight the fire will remove all the dross remove all the the the, the corruption that have attached as that's why we all should desire the fire of the Holy Spirit. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And it says that when Christ has done that, when the Holy Spirit has done that, that our sacrifices will now be acceptable. What we do will now be pleasant to the Almighty. Praise the Lord. We will not be able to offer unto God an offering in righteousness. So sometimes uh, our offering may, may become an abomination to God. And the only way we can get ourselves to offer what is acceptable to the Almighty is when we allow the fire of the Holy Spirit to refine us so that we comfort as gold and we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice unto the Lord. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Our time is spent, but let's just pick one or two scriptures before we ask questions. Uh, we just want to consider Peter a, a little. We talked about that fire is a purifier. 
we have also talked about that fire brings judgment and we also say that fire brings passion brings passion praise the lord we want to look at that in the life of peter matthew chapter 26 verse 69 to 75 matthew chapter 26 69 to 75 is the story of how peter denied jesus praise the lord matthew 26 69 to 75 He denied Christ before the cock could crow. He denied Christ thrice. Now, looking at Peter, when the Holy Spirit came upon Peter, what are the things that took place in the life of Peter? Because this same Peter showed up in Acts chapter 2, being the leader of the group. And he was now the man who was at the forefront. What are those things that we could identify in the life of this same Peter? This same Peter who was couching, who was looking for where to hide, who was obviously denying the Lord head on. I don't even know him. Somebody says you are a Galilean, you are from that same tribe. He said, I don't know him. He started cursing. Now, when the Holy Ghost came like fire upon Peter, what are the things that took place? Who can help us? We have known Peter now for some time. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. He was ready to die for the work of God. Yes. Because God has given him fire fire yes so fear disappears that means that when the fire of god comes upon a man it burns away fear you are no longer afraid it was that same fire that came upon shadrach meshach and abednego the fire of god came upon them when others were cold and they were still denying jehovah Ah, let's say we are in a strange land. We make we soft better for here. This will not be Jerusalem or now Babylon. I will do so. When you are in Babylon, you act like a Babylonian. I hope you understand. For Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they say no. We have received fire. The fire of the Lord that they received was able to make them stand and say, "We are not. We are even ready to lay down our lives. This God." is our profession we don't have any other praise the lord that was the same fire that came upon peter that he now stood boldly and he was accusing those same people that he was denying christ before he was now accusing them that you took this same jesus by the predeterminate counsel of god you took him you killed him but god has raised him up and he has given us his spirit which you are now seeing he preached to them with boldness. That's what fire can do. It can wake up your passion. It can heat you up 
and give you a new speed to carry out God's purpose. Praise the Lord. Yes. Mommy wanted to say something. Okay, he said it. Okay. Uh huh. Praise the Lord. What what else? What else can we say concerning Peter? When the Holy Spirit came upon him, what else can we say? We can say obviously that his sins were washed away. Is that not so? The Holy Spirit is a purifier. He will burn away every sin and everything that defies. So when the Holy Spirit came upon him, he, the, the repentance that, he was, that was ongoing was perfected. Peter obviously repented. Remember that when Jesus, after he denied Jesus the third time, the Bible says that in the eye and the eye of Jesus, they call jam. <laughs> Praise the Lord. When their eyes called jam, Peter ran away. He was sorrowful for his sins. He was sorrowful for his sins. And that one kept on burning within him. You know, when you have offended the Almighty and you are a genuine child of God, you cannot have rest. You can't have rest until you have gotten a conviction that your father has forgiven you. And it is when the fire of the Holy Spirit comes upon you that you will receive that burning away and there will be a purification and you will now have the Lord. And it's because Apostle Peter had had this experience with the Holy Spirit that he was now able to stand to preach. Praise the Lord. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. I think we should uh, cap it up here. Let's give room for questions and contributions before we pray. We are talking about fire as a mark of the Holy Spirit. Apart from the fact that God uses fire to help us, He can also allow us to become a channel of fire to effect His purpose. For example, as uh, Elijah the prophet. To fulfill God's purpose and exhibit God's power, God allowed Elijah to operate with fire. Praise the Lord. Remember first, uh, second uh, Kings chapter 1. He simply said, if I be a man of God, so you are challenging the spirit of God in me, okay, receive fire. Praise the Lord. So we can actually allow the fire of god can be so much in our lives that it now emits any as you are going you now become a moving fire praise the lord amen and that's why it says that anywhere you stay anywhere you stay in that isaiah chapter 4 i want us to quickly read it because it's very very essential if you have the holy spirit resident in you he tells us that you are going to have a special 
defense system around about you. Isaiah chapter 4, verse 5. Please, if you've seen it, you can read for us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And above our assembly, a cloud and smoke by day, and the shining of a flaming fire by night. For over all the glory, there will be a covering. Mm-hmm. The King James Version says that, For upon all, the glory shall be a defense. A defense of what? Of a flaming fire. Because you carry fire. When the host of hell, when principalities and powers come around, they will see a wall of fire. They will jam fire. And anyone who is not careful will be burnt by that fire. Praise the Lord. That's what the Holy Spirit does for us as his children. So he gives us a special defense mechanism. If we allow him to fill us to overflowing, he becomes a terror to our enemies. Just like he used prophet Elijah to display his glory by bringing down all those who came to attack him. Praise the Lord. And I trust that that fire will increase in our lives this season in the mighty name of Jesus. And all who are gathering together to bring us down, the fire of God will meet with them in the mighty name of Jesus. Sometimes when you don't even know, you do not even have the consciousness, it will be your, those who have made themselves enemies that will testify that we wanted to do this so, but uh, waiting we meet not Matt, not the feed the talker praise the Lord that will be the testimony of our enemies in Jesus name praise the Lord so let's quickly make our contributions and ask questions as we wrap up we have considered fire mark of the Holy Spirit we have questions, we don't have contributions. Okay, in the absence of that, let's rise up tonight. Let's rise up tonight. Let's rise up and appreciate the Lord tonight. The Lord Jesus Christ himself needed fire. That's why at his own baptism, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit came upon him. Holy Spirit came upon him in a special way, and the Holy Spirit was described as the Spirit of Fire. Let's begin to ask tonight and appreciate God for His presence in our lives. That the Spirit of God lives in us means that we are carriers of the fire of God. The fire that will make me to fulfill destiny. The fire that will make me not to remain indolent. Make me not to be stagnant. The fire that will make me flow. Will make me flow. Will make me flow. Flow the love of God. Flow the glory of God. But I let that fire ignite. Let it increase in my life. 
Let it increase in my life. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Say fire. Let your fire increase. That same fire that came upon the disciples at the day of Pentecost. The fire that came upon them that gave them a new tongue. The fire that, that, that came upon them that gave them boldness. The fire that came upon them that made them to become another person. They were speaking boldly even the mysteries of the kingdom. Let's begin to ask that that fire will come upon us. Say, my father, my father, let your fire touch my tongue. As your fire touched the tongue of Isaiah that day, and he became a different person. He received purification, and he received passion. He received the burning off of everything that defied. Now let your fire come. Holy Spirit, let your fire come. Let your fire come upon me. Let your fire come upon me. Thank you, Abba Father. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Abba Father, we give you praise tonight. We bless your holy name. Holy Spirit, we thank you because you are the spirit of judgment. You are the spirit of burning. You are the spirit of purification. We thank you tonight for opening our understanding to understand the scriptures. We are inviting you tonight that you fill us afresh with your fire in the mighty name of Jesus. That fire that make man to pay attention to God. Lord, let us receive that fire tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Moses saw the fire and he drew near. He drew near. Baba, we are asking tonight that you will draw us. Draw us, O oh God, by that fire in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, the assignment that you have given us in life let your fire be available for us to carry them out in the mighty name of Jesus. Every form of coldness, let your fire, O oh God, extinguish them in the name of Jesus. Let us, O oh God, be on fire for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Baba, we thank you and we bless your holy name. We're asking, O oh God, that because, O oh God, your fire will continually reside in our lives. The works of the enemies around us, in us, are defeated in the mighty name of Jesus. We command the fire of God to burn everything that our Father has not planted in the mighty name of Jesus. If there be any disease or infirmity in the life of your people, we command fire to go to its source and to dismantle them, to burn them off in the mighty name of Jesus. Baba, we thank you and we bless your holy name. We ask you, O God, that as a church, we will, O God, increase your fire in our lives. Where there have been coldness, where, O God, the fire have been extinguished, let there be a renewal in the mighty name of Jesus. We are asking, O oh God, that your fire will not, O oh God, be quenched, even, O oh God, in your altar, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. Take all the honor and the glory, for in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Amen.